0: Welcome to On the Prowl with Robert Roten. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Prowl Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Roten. Johnny Maddox, you're still not with me on this episode. I miss you, man. Uh, you got to be back on the next episode. We've got a great guest here in Memphis from, who's actually from Nashville, but now here in Memphis, working with Bluff City Media. She's a reporter. Mason Dashall but- Dashall, But yes. Welcome to the show, Mason. Glad to have you.
1: Thank you. I'm honored to be here.
0: Well, I was told that I need to have you on the show and get to know you. So we're making that happen now.
1: I appreciate that.
0: All right. So what you obviously being a... A fan of sports what was your what is your favorite sport
1: um so my favorite sport is baseball um because my dad took me to my first baseball game probably when I was like six or seven he took me to a Cardinals game and Albert Pujols hit a home run like first up to bat and ever since then I've just been a huge baseball fan
0: yeah Cardinals are my team as well David Freeze, Matt Carpenter era it was all oh and even Daddy Air Molina so yeah Yeah. Cardinals Um, you're also a footballist fan, I would assume, and basketball as your second and third sport. Yes. So who would you have to say, I mean, it could even, there might not be one, but who would you have to say would be you look up to the most? as your um, sports reporting path?
1: So Alana Rizzo is the reporter or was the reporter for the Dodgers and she is probably who I look up to the most. Um, I The Dodgers are my second favorite baseball team honestly um, because of her but I followed her I think on Twitter like a while ago and she's a really famous, probably one of the most famous female sports reporters and she's really good at what she does so I look up to her a lot.
0: So what got you into sports reporting? Like you wanted to have an educator career path. As a sideline reporter or even a radio reviewer. Always-
1: yeah. Um. So my dad kind of started in like radio, like back in the day. Um. My dad and my uncle, so they both kind of have like the voice and like the love for sports. So that's where like the love for sports came in. And then I actually my dream was always to be a meteorologist. Um. But I'm really bad at math and science, which it requires a lot of that. So I kind of was like, okay, maybe that's like not the best path for me. So in high school, my senior year, you're allowed. To um, kind of like do the news if you're a senior. So I applied to do that and I applied to be an anchor because I wanted to be an anchor. But then my teacher actually reached out to me and was like, Hey, I have an idea. Like, would you want to cover sports? And I was like, That sounds super fun. So he made me like our sports sideline reporter for high school. And then ever since then, that's kind of why I want to do what I do.
0: Yeah. Always been a fan of sports and I've always grown up going to Grizzlies games, Tiger games, Redbird games. For those who don't know, it's a baseball team here in Memphis um anyways I've grown up going to all those games been a big listener of 92.9 FM ESPN um listen have had had headphones on in class listening to Jason and John and Eric Haseltine and the Chris Vernon show growing up so I've always wanted to have like my own sports show and so when COVID started I was on another show previous previously and they gave it gave me a microphone for my birthday. So that's what I wanted to go ahead and just start because during COVID, I had nothing else to do. We were all locked inside our homes. So I yeah. figured to would be the best. So I asked a friend of mine who I went to high school with to join me on the podcast and my co-host, and he said he'd be down. And so we miss you here on The Prowl, Ramy. And we know you're doing great things. But anyway, what that ties into what I was saying is that I've always been a big fan of sports. And so I've wanted to have a career path, but I obviously wasn't going to be a player or an athlete or probably not even a coach. So I figured, you know, I think it's best for me to take the media route with me knowing so much about the games and knowing about the histories of Memphis sports and who I know in the city of Memphis and all the athletes. So anyway, in high school, I played high school football for my freshman year and my sophomore year. And then I became the team student manager. And then after that, when I graduated in 2020, I became the social media coordinator and I'd been helping out the coaching staff ever since. And now I'm, I got promoted to the coaching staff. So now I'm on the white station high football coaching staff as the social media coordinator and the college recruiting coordinator. So that's awesome. That's cool. I love it. So anyways, so when did you decide you wanted to become a sideline reporter as your career path?
1: Yeah. So it was probably like in high school when I was like doing a couple of player interviews each week, interviewing players. And it didn't really feel like work. And so I've always been told, you know, like pick a career path that feels like fun. and doesn't feel like you're working. Um, you'll never work a day in your life if that's the case. So I was like, I kind of want to go to school for journalism. And I actually went to university of Missouri my first year because of their journalism program. Um, but that's kind of like when I decided like probably like halfway through my senior years when I really was like, okay, like this is like what I really want to do. And I, if I could continue to do this, it would be
0: a really neat job. So I'm sure by now you've got your favorite moment a sideline reporting what has been your favorite my guess would be tigers conference championship win over houston
1: definitely yeah that that was awesome that was so shocking um for for me to even
0: be there i mean i was just jealous of myself (laughs) seeing you reporting on instagram and i was like wow there's no way i would love yeah
1: No, that that opportunity was crazy. I'm so blessed that I got the chance to do that. It was kind of last minute. And they literally were like, Hey, like, do you want to go to Dallas? And I was like, of course, like literally a year ago, I was there as a fan. Um, Like I was literally just in the stands. I bought a ticket. I was just watching the game. And then like this past year, yeah, I got to go. I met a couple other of the reporters that were down there. And again, never, never thought we'd win it all, to be honest. Like I I had high hopes. Um, But for that to happen and to be there it, it didn't even feel real
0: right and you were there the whole weekend so you were like moment after moment for each win I mean it was so probably surreal to you
1: yeah no it definitely
0: was team and in the locker room and just being there the minute like the championship I mean like being around Kenneth Davis DeAndre Williams and Coach Penny and just feel the excitement in the air and even that yeah. locker I'm sure that was a party
1: <laughs> for sure yeah
0: but so how excited and happy were you when When you found out you were moving to Memphis and to work for Memphis Sports,
1: Um, I was super excited. So like the way it kind of came about was like um, really weird, but I knew Memphis had like really good sports. So that's kind of why I wanted to go to Memphis. And then I actually started as a marketing intern. Um, So that's what like all this started. And I was just sidelined at all the games, not doing anything like journalism related, but like I learned the game a lot more getting to be there. And we were in charge of like game day operations, like halftime and timeouts, stuff like that. But I helped Help me like learn the game a lot and seeing Memphis sports like grow, like especially obviously basketball season, I would say, is Memphis's sport, definitely basketball. So that is just so incredible to be a part of.
0: And speaking of Memphis basketball, I mean the Grizzlies on a yes role. And they are heading into playoffs, hopeful, hopefully we can grab that number one seed from Denver Nuggets. We're back from them. So we're coming for you Denver. Um (laughs) um, you've been in Memphis now for Oh, wow. What is your favorite thing about the city itself? Whether it's a... <laughs> The music, the school, the friends, the teams—what is it?
1: Yeah, um, I would say the culture of Memphis is my all-time favorite. Um, it not like it doesn't feel—I don't really know how to explain it—but the culture of like being like on Beale Street and just Memphis in general. It reminds me of like a big like family. Like I see people all the time, and even though it's such a big city, like I'll see people I know just like out and about, which is like super rare. And the culture of downtown—it's like the vibes and all of that. I don't really know how to explain it. It's the barbecue. Everything is like, it has a really neat vibe to it.
0: Well, for those who don't know, if you love Memphis, it'll love you back.
1: (laughs) Definitely does.
0: Um, if you could interview anyone in the entire world, who would it be and why?
1: Um, hmm, that's a very good question. Um, like somebody alive,
0: you're thinking alive or dead.
1: Okay, well, if it was someone dead, my dream would be to interview Elvis Presley. Yeah, um, I that's like my dream. Like I obviously that won't happen, but I think that would be so cool to interview Elvis Presley. Um, someone that's alive, I would definitely probably say Albert Pujols, just because like growing up, he's just from day one, he's been like my favorite player.
0: I thought you were gonna say Adam Wainwright.
1: <laughs> no, uh, but he's uh, good. Mine too.
0: would mine would definitely be local. And uh, mine would be John Morant or Penny Hardaway.
1: That would be
0: awesome. I did have T Morant on the show and Ja's uncle, Uncle Phil. Shout out T and Uncle Phil Morant. If y'all are listening, we enjoyed y'all on the show. But yes, Ja is one of my favorite basketball players ever in the city of Memphis and ever to put on a Grizzlies uniform. And what he does for the city, it's just so amazing. And I just, how he gives back to the city and, he, and he's not even from here. He's only lived here for two, three years. and Exactly. He, He's already got like a Memphis tattoo, I believe. And he's already loves the city so much and gives back to it. And he's just a big supporter of his teammates. I mean, in the games he doesn't play, he's always at home tweeting like, uh, good game tonight, fam. Or or he'll say something about Jaron's big dunk, big block. <laughs> right. I just love the team chemistry that this yeah. team has. And so any advice you would have for anyone listening to this episode who would like to have a career path in your podcasting world?
1: Yeah, um I would say like show up and cover like anything and everything that you can. Um like even if it's if you're interviewing somebody even if it's like a friend of a friend or like you know what I mean like any access you can get one make connections and two just like any sports you can cover like when I started in marketing like I would show up to soccer, I would show up to volleyball, I would show up to like sports that typically people don't cover, but if you're wanting to cover like basketball and football, it's really good to have like a wide variety of all sports so that you're knowledgeable in every single area.
0: That's sort of what I did. I, I covered high school basketball, not all over the city, just white station because I'm an alum of the school and I got big love for white station. And I mean, now Kind of how it led me to getting the job with the football team was just because I showed up and I was there for every Friday night, and I would be on the sidelines, and I was just and I introduced myself when we hired a new coach. I introduced myself to him, and I, th- I think it was like by his second or third day, he texted me and he was like, "Hey, I want you to be a part of this program and this new era of mine." And so he called me because there's not many people in the world that do what you do and give back to their school, and. What you do is just crazy, and you're going to be one of the best in the cities. And so I was just like, "Yeah, I'm riding it out until I can." That's until... awesome. So I I appreciate you joining me on this episode of On the Proud Podcast. If there's anything you'd like to say, you know, feel feel free to say it to the listeners. Um,
1: I mean, I just think that it's really cool, like what you're doing and like the podcast that you're doing, and I think that. Any anybody that wants to get into like podcasting or anything like sports related there's always room for it and like if you're interested in it just go for it I feel like that's like one big thing a lot of people don't want to get into like podcasting or radio or sports reporting because they're afraid or like they think there's too many people and like it's too hard of a field to like go into but like if everybody has that mindset like if you put the work in then like you're going to stand out versus somebody who doesn't
0: well well said wow <laughs> righty well, thank you so much again for joining me on this episode. It's been a blast getting the opportunity to learn and talk with you. So everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. I'm your host, Robert Roden. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time on the pride. With the boys, yeah, we swoops. Yeah, we swoops. And we got them high clocks. And we'll shoot and we'll shoot with the Mercedes Benz and the Koop.
1: In the coop. And this is so hard. It's on loop. It's on loop.